Hurdle and Hughes presents The Power of Partnerships. Hello, everyone. My name is Anthony Abdullah, and I am glad to welcome you all to the sixth installment of the Power of Partnerships podcast. I am very, very pleased to have Molly Sheehan and Caldwell Hart with me today, and we'll be discussing Turland Hughes sustainability efforts and some of the actions that we're taking in that regard to move our organization as well as our customers toward the direction of more sustainable production and a more sustainable way of doing business. So Caldwell, um, can you touch on the why behind sustainability to bring it down into really realistic reasoning might help people understand it and and have it less of a philosophical content and and more of a business understanding? Before we say just why, I think it's important to understand what we're talking about in terms of what is sustainability and what is environment, social, and governance. You know, simply put, sustainability is about bringing the environment equity and the economy into balance. And in a supply chain focus as chief procurement officer, you know, one of the things we're looking at is what does this mean in terms of balancing the business side with the environmental and the human impact piece of the products and services that we deliver? You know, the balance is an opportunity really for us at Turtle to put our core values into actions, not just because it's the right thing to do, but it also makes good business sense. You know, we can impact the environment, our own employees and our suppliers by positively helping lead and create balance in this ecosystem. And so as a distributor and a service provider, you know, we see it really as a multifaceted opportunity. We can help our customers achieve their ESG goals. We can help our communities where we operate, drive change and make a positive impact. And we can help drive our suppliers to also provide focus on this, to make an impact in their communities and at their companies and for their employees. And in our role as a distributor and service provider, we can really begin to offer up leadership and transparency across the entire value chain by taking a leadership position uh, in this. And so for us, the what ties into the why and the role that we want to play in the leadership position we can take in the ESG and sustainability space. Thank you so much, Caldwell. How does that sort of play in with some of our customers and meeting their ESG goals? And, and are there specific customers maybe that, that we've already done this with where there's some kind of anecdotal evidence or some area to, to understand how that's been working for them? Yeah. So, I mean, we've really kind of taken sustainability as something that obviously is great for our customers, great for our business, but also it's just good for our planet and just morality wise, the right thing for us to do. One of the former CEOs of Pepsi, I believe, really talked about this and put value on, obviously, sustainability, again, is great for business. But at the end of the day, Pepsi was moving towards a more sustainable business practice because it is the right thing to do. And we at Turtle & Hughes really want to embody that. How do our core values align with the company's vision of sustainability? Yeah. So one of our core values there, really putting our customer needs first, right? And I know we'll kind of talk more about this, but one of our big things with sustainability is we want to create some product offerings for our customers and services that can really help them on their sustainability journey as well. So we're giving them that opportunity to really grow their sustainable business practices. Caldwell, are there particular actions that are in line to sort of take those core values and go from a concept and an idea to actionable, manageable items? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as you look at our customers, 
both public corporations, private government agencies. You know, within the last couple of years, some have been on the journey for some time, but really many, it's becoming accelerated in terms of this space. And so we're really looking at both what we're doing internally, the metrics that we're capturing around carbon and greenhouse emissions and our own internal practices, but then also really looking at the suppliers, their products, and who we partner with to deliver solutions to our customers so they can achieve their goals. Particularly public corporations now, one of the things we're seeing is the ESG report is almost becoming more important than the annual report. And so we need to recognize that as a service provider and make sure that we're able to tailor the services and the products that we offer to provide options to them so that they can achieve their goals. And that is a core part of our values. You know, it's working with our suppliers, it's doing the right thing, and it's helping drive innovation to put our customer needs first and help them achieve their goals. And, you know, we're seeing this in more and more inquiries from potential customers as well, wanting to know where we are in the space and what we're doing. So we want to be leaders in this space and deliver that range of solutions that we can help them and tailor what we're doing going forward based on those needs. As this sustainability ESG effort tends to grow, you know, I've seen where different companies and organizations have jumped in and dabbled in a little bit. I expect that in in the future, at some point, it'll become a relatively crowded space with different initiatives, ways of measuring it. Give us a little bit on understanding how Turtle and Hughes may differentiate ourselves. So one of our biggest items that we did during that process of coming to kind of understand where we are in the marketplace was benchmarking. And in our benchmarking process, we looked at three big constituents, our customers, our suppliers, and the industry as a whole. In that process of benchmarking, some of the big points that we were looking at were where these constituents are in their journey currently in regards to sustainability and ESG, both incumbent suppliers of Turtle and Hughes and companies that may not be working with us at the present time, and then really where they're going, where their goals are, and where that journey is hopefully going to be taking them within the next 5, 10, 15 or so years. On top of this, we've really just done the research in terms of metrics that people are tracking in the sustainability sphere, including greenhouse gases, carbon emissions, and items like that, as well as end of life and product designations. So end of life for us, obviously we are not manufacturer, we are just a distributor, but end of life is really becoming more and more important to really understand where these products are ending up when they're done being used. And obviously as a distributor, Historically, we've kind of acted more as an intermediary in the value chain, but now we really feel like we have a role to play in identifying and offering sustainable products that really have a positive impact. Um, So it's really not just the manufacturers at this point. We really do have that responsibility in the supply chain. So Molly, would you say that that initial research and gathering data is an important part of that process? Absolutely. I would say it's extremely important. To understand your strengths and weaknesses as an organization, you have to really understand the environment around yourself, right? So we have to understand what our customers are looking for, what the suppliers we are working with are currently doing and what they're not doing, and really just what the industry as a whole is looking for in terms of environmental standards. So doing that research and understanding where we are and the role we play in this marketplace, extremely important. Yeah, I think it's important to understand that we don't all operate in silos. You know, we are a business community. And so the interconnection or interconnectivity between customers, service providers like Turtle, 
and then the companies that we do business with, all of that has to work in harmony together. And we've got customers who are on one side, some are very far down their journeys with very clear long-term goals and objectives, like zero net carbon emissions. And then we've got suppliers who are in a range of places in their journey, some just starting to understand what this whole thing is and others with very clear goals and objectives. And we really want to be a leader in the middle by helping connect those various entities together so that in the long run, we as a business community are doing everything we can to impact the world and our communities positively. One of our first really big steps in differentiating ourselves in the ESG space, right, is to really create those quantifiable and attainable goals to work towards. Um, And I say quantifiable and attainable because these goals, we need to be able to measure them year over year to really track our progress and obviously attainable. A company saying that they are going to be net zero emissions by 2025, absolutely incredible. But if you can't attain that goal, then what's the point of setting it, right? We're really trying to hold ourselves accountable in this space and have that tangible measurement to show our progress. We are absolutely looking at whether and what we can track, like scope one, scope two, scope three emissions as it relates to carbon. There's broader metrics around waste, social governance metrics in terms of both employee and supplier diversity spend and those kinds of things. And so we are making sure that we put in a very holistic approach to these metrics to make sure that we can capture them accurately, set goals around them, uh, and then report them on the future, both for our own use, as well as for customers who are going to want to see and make sure that they're partnering with a company like us who's on the journey. We know that the sustainability market has been a little bit slow to develop. Is there some role that we should possibly play in there, sort of helping nudge our suppliers in that direction? Well, yeah. I mean, I think we as a distributor and as a service provider play a role of translating customer needs and expectations into the kinds of products and services that we go to the market and get on their behalf. And so beyond just products, I think we've got a role that we can play in terms of working with some of our key customers, particularly in the integrated services business, to look at their spend, to look at the kinds of things that they're buying and procuring, and to see if there are either alternate products or partners that we can find in the marketplace that can help them on their journey in the ESG sustainability space. So it's not just the products themselves and finding green products. It could be finding manufacturers who produce a traditional product, but they're using a very green methodology for their manufacturing process. Perhaps the products are coming out of a fully automated factory that is reducing the use of greenhouse gases and our high energy efficiency in those kinds of things to create a traditional product. Or it could be a green product that is itself made of, say, post-consumer material, recycled material, or has a full end-of-life product life cycle as part of the product itself. And those are the kinds of things that we can play a role in going to the market and trying to identify. Well, those are excellent points. So would you say overall, that's the core of how Turley Hughes would view ourselves in the current sustainability landscape? I would say this is absolutely how we're aspiring to go to market, assess needs, and find solutions that can exceed our customers' expectations. Do you find that there is a sense of excitement uh, about where we are? And can you touch very, you know, briefly on our evolution and, and how we see that 
process plan out as we go along? I recently participated in a industry roundtable on this, and everyone's at a different place. Some companies who are larger or perhaps maybe owned by a European entity, the Europeans are farther along in terms of the environmental piece. In the US, we're probably farther along on the social piece with diversity and so forth. But there is both nervousness as well as a lot of enthusiasm and energy around this. Clearly, you can't read the business news, whether it's Wall Street Journal, Business Week, or any other periodical today without this being a front and foremost subject matter that all companies are trying to figure out. And I think we as a company are energized around it. We have a history of being innovative entrepreneurs. And so there's a lot of opportunity in this space to take that energy and drive it into business and into the solutions that we're looking to provide. Obviously, there is a wide range of progress, right, in this space. And some of those companies, particularly the, those large public corporations, we're seeing them demonstrating really strong commitments and goals to sustainability and in the ESG space. And we really are working to evolve rapidly to be like those companies. At the end of the day, we don't want to be just the best at distribution in this ESG space, but we really want to be the top overall in the industry in terms of sustainability. That's where we're setting our goals and our expectations for ourselves. That's an excellent point, Molly. And it sounds like Turley Hughes has a lot to be excited about as far as our ESG efforts are concerned. And I, for one, am glad to be part of that process. So how are we integrating our sustainability journey into what we're offering the customers? How are we providing solutions for them? Or how do we plan in the future to provide solutions for our customers to help them move along this journey? Well, I think first and foremost, our business development team is taking an active eye on customers' RFPs, what they're asking for, but also we're looking at those potential customers and their ESG reports to really find those opportunities. Because we've done a lot of the work and a lot of the legwork, as we look at those, we're able to translate what they may be looking for into either products or potential service offerings that we can bring to them. Again, there's a gap to fill. We've got certain customers saying they want to be net zero emissions by 2030 or 2040 or 2050. And yet the products they provide or, or buy are coming from companies that might say greenhouse gases are important to us, but they don't even have a goal set yet. We've got to play that role of translator of both finding the right business partners, but also helping guide, educate, and translate those needs into messages to the supply base so that they can move along their journey faster, but in targeted, prioritized areas rather than just sort of trying to figure out holistically and chaotically where to go, we can help set goals for them based on what the customers are expecting. To that end, and, and it makes me think a little bit about the sustainability catalog. Even though it's, it's relatively new, it's very much in line with how we're evolving as an organization, uh, how we intend to continue to provide products and solutions to, to our partner organizations as they move along their sustainability and their ESG goals. It's wonderful to have a quick reference with those items in one place that are searchable, not just by our customers, but by anyone that has access to the Turtle and Hughes website. I'm proud to have been part of that initiative. I know that that's going to cross a broad range of product families and suppliers, and that, that each item on there that our customers will be able to shop with confidence that we've done our best to verify that those items are sustainable or at least manufactured in a sustainable way. And, and what we've thought about in that process is compared to the alternative, having a product that's a 
Improvement over the alternative helps move the entire industry and our customers in the direction of being more sustainable. If we can inspire our customers and the industry at large to make better choices incrementally and provide them tools like the catalog so that they can make better choices as far as the entire product lifespan and sustainable products, then it's absolutely the right thing to do. And we can do it in a way that's not just responsible to the environment, but also can be profitable and competitive in the market. We can touch a little bit uh, about on how our sustainability offering is expanding and where we see that going in the future. Yeah, I mean, as I said, this is a fluid space. There's not one universal set of standards. Companies are evaluating this all the time in terms of what they can measure, what they can impact, how they can do it, how best to achieve their goals. So I see us very much accelerating what we're working on. You know, we want to be setting both the quantitative and qualitative goals around this. We want to be increasing the number of products that we're able to offer in this space. We want to continue partnering with key suppliers in this space. Uh, But we also want to make sure that, you know, we're able to translate this into things that our employees feel proud about. The best companies out there, their, their employees are helping drive this, not just the senior leadership. And we're definitely on that journey with groups inside of Turtle and Hughes that are finding these messages resonating with them. We have customers actually giving us some initial feedback saying how positive they feel about our ESG report, but also the launch of our sustainability catalog. So, you know, we feel bettering ourselves can develop these service offerings, but can only benefit the whole business partnership that we have both with our customers and with our supply base going forward. And we're going to continue to be a leader in the space. And we're Super excited for where we're heading. We also want to make sure that we align well with our customers' core values. Just as we're looking for supplier partners who align with ours in this journey, we know how important it is for our customers to find a business partner who shares the same journey that they're on and the same core values they're on. And and that is definitely part of this conversation. Caldwell, to that point, what do you see Turtle doing in the future to to move our sustainability initiatives ahead on this journey? One of the things that we're trying to do is create a network of like-minded, both on the sustainability piece and on the supplier diversity piece, like-minded companies that we can create a mutual beneficial relationship. We may have guidance and expertise And best practices we can share with them. We may have a channel to market that they may need. They may have experience uh, and best practices that they can share with us. So we definitely see this as a network opportunity so that together we're able to, again, make a positive impact on the communities and on the places that we do business. This has been extremely informative and much appreciated. Uh, We talked about the value of research, the value of getting feedback from the industry and understanding it, you know, the value of having a clear vision uh, and being able to develop tools like the catalog and and services and the opportunity to think and work with like-minded organizations because this is a collective goal. It's going to take all of us to really do everything we can to be more sustainable and protect the environment going forward. If you put on your, you're looking at the future goggles really quickly, what do you see the long-term vision and where do you see this going for, say, the year 2030 and beyond in this space? I think 2030 is really that first big benchmark year, right? 2030 is far enough into the future that we have time to implement 
those procedures and really set those goals and begin working towards them. But it's soon enough that it really puts the pressure on us to make those changes and make those improvements, start offering those products and services to our customers and continue to be partnering with sustainable suppliers. So ideally in 2030, I don't think we'll ever be done with the sustainability journey, right? I think we'll always be growing and changing and evolving both as a company and with our offerings to our customers. But I personally hope that by 2030, we are really working towards those quantitative and achievable goals. Hopefully we've hit some of them by that point and we can start setting more aggressive goals at that point um, to keep pushing us forward. I'm sure at some point down the road, we'll look back on the practices that we have today uh, things like single-use plastic bags and things like that. And we'll wonder why we ever did it that way because the new way will be so much more sustainable and so much more eco-friendly. So I, I think Turlin Hughes, our mission and our goal to facilitate that future and help get it here sooner rather than later is a really lofty and wonderful initiative to be part of. So Caldwell, in your mind, um, you know, 2030 and beyond, I know that that's a big benchmark date, as Molly said. What's your what's your vision long term? Yeah, I mean, I think about Turtle and Hughes and what we speak about daily, about powering a better tomorrow, about customer centric, innovative solutions and having open, honest communication with our business partners, both our customers and the suppliers and manufacturing companies that we buy products and services from. And so I won't set a specific goal other than to bring those three entities into harmony to drive sustainable outcomes, both in terms of environmental, social, and economic for our employees, for our customers, for the communities that we do business in. I think that is really my vision, really for my daughter's generation, that the more that we can do today to bring business in alignment with the whole ESG platform will only benefit all and will create good business opportunities as well as having a positive impact again on the environment and on the communities that we do business in. That's actually beautiful. And I love how uh, it's still in line with our core values and how we see ourselves as an organization and, and not just here to make a buck, but with some kind of social responsibility. And if you think about it, isn't that really the core of what ESG is all about? And it's the core of our company too, our tagline, powering a better tomorrow. That's what we're working to do here.